Hi, friends. Good you joined me. <laughs> I want to wish you love and laughter for the rest of your day or night after you hear this. <laughs> you know, I hope you have a merry heart. Boy, I hadn't said this before. We're talking about the hamster wheel. We're talking about escaping the hamster wheel. <laughs> but I want to tell you, merry heart will keep you off of it. The Bible very clearly says a merry heart is a good medicine. It'll heal your, not only you physically, but your ideas. It'll heal your needs. A merry heart works wonders in life. <laughs> heal your marriage. Heal your friendships. Heal your results. Wow. Welcome. And we're talking about escaping the hamster wheel. And last time we were talking about if you... If you believe in giving 10%, then the question is, who owns the other 90%? Well, I want to so clearly answer that question. I tried to answer it last time, but being human, I might not have done as well as I could have. So let's take a story. How about something right straight from the Bible? Is it your money or God's? Now, this is we're going to start here in Luke 19, verse 11. When Jesus teaches us a powerful, a really powerful truth. Oh, my goodness. And this starts within a week of his crucifixion. I've, ne I've never heard this preached. I've never heard this subject, this ver these verses preached. But I have certainly never heard it said that he was within a week of his crucifixion. Listen, my friends, when Jesus went to Jericho to see Zacchaeus, which you learned as a child, there was a wee little man in a tree, Zacchaeus. That was seven days away from his crucifixion. He went to Jericho to see one person to redeem one family. Boy, I'd love to do that story with you sometime because um, Zacchaeus had been on the hamster wheel, hadn't he? And it says he was very rich. So it doesn't mean that you can't be on the hamster wheel and not get rich. It's just no, you'll be worn out. There's nothing satisfying about it. You know, I want to put a commercial in here. P.S. I hear people all the time say, well, you know, money won't make you happy. And I like to interrupt them and say, listen, I'd really like to learn that for myself. <laughs> now, I've, I've had the privilege of being very blessed in my life, but but, you know, so if I say it won't make you happy, at least I <laughs> found out. Actually, as a real believer, it made me pretty happy. I was able to help a lot of others, a lot of, go to a lot of places. I've been in 97 countries. I wouldn't have been in 97 countries if I didn't have any money. At any rate, I want you to read Luke 19, 11 with me. And this is right after he left uh, Zacchaeus' home in Jericho. I bet he hadn't gone 200 yards. I don't know. He hadn't gone far. And he says these words. And while they were listening to these things, Jesus went on to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem. And they supposed the kingdom of God was going to appear immediately. His followers for three and a half years, some of them, are now on their way to the crucifixion. And they don't even know it. Not only that, they don't understand it. And they, they think he's going to take over the kingdom of Israel right at that moment. Of course, it wasn't a kingdom because the Romans were ruling it. But they thought that he was going to restore it. 
And so he says, you know, you have a wrong concept here, folks. So they thought the kingdom of God was going to appear immediately. Verse 12, so he said a nobleman went to a distant country to receive a kingdom for himself and then return. So Jesus is talking about after his crucifixion, he's going to go to a distant country to receive a kingdom and then return and bring it with him. And he called 10 of his slaves and gave them 10 minas. Now, mina is 100 days wage and said to them, do business with this until I come back. Now, friends, number one, he called them slaves, servants. And he said, here's what you need to do business with my money. Wow. You think your 90% is your money? Well, he said to those closest to him, you need to do business with my money until I come back, and then I'm going to call you to me and ask you what you did with it. After he said these things, he was going on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. Wow. So he's announcing this to his disciples. Listen. Things are going to get rocky. They don't understand it at all. Things are going to get testy in Jerusalem. But I've given you my mina. I've given you your wages. And you make good with them after I'm gone. That's really what he's saying. Now, think of this. I hope this encourages you where you're thinking about giving up or giving over. Giving out, giving in. Don't do it. Stick with the Lord. Uh, he'll resupply you. Dear friend, listen to my voice. I hope you can hear how sincere I am. I'm not using this to put weight on your shoulders. I'm using this so that you might wake up and believe the, the money you have, the time, the talents, the ability, the effectiveness you could develop are yours to use for your good and for his glory. That's what I always say. It's for your good and his glory. It's the truth. And it's a new concept for you. If you stick with me, you're going to get a lot of new concepts. And like I said, go to wealthcoachcoach.com. You'll get a whole bunch of new concepts. And guess what? They're going to free you. So let's continue. Verse 15. When he returned after receiving the kingdom, he ordered that these slaves to whom he had given his money be called to him so that he might know what business they had done. Wow. Do you think I'm suggesting you're going to have to give an account? to God in his own family judgment about what you've done with what is his? My dear friends, that's exactly what I'm stating. Wow, that might ruffle your feathers. That might challenge you a little. This is what I wanted to close with. What are the first words in the New Testament that Jesus is, that is recorded that Jesus said? Isn't that an interesting question? And I wouldn't guess more than 10% know or get it. 
And so what did he say? Well, his mother was looking for him because they left him behind and they panicked. He was only 12 years old and they found him in the temple teaching. And guess what he said to her? Mother, don't you know I have to be about my father's business? Wow. Be about your father's business. I wonder today whose business you about. Now listen, I'm a fourth generation investment banker. I've been about my own business years and years and years. So when I'm, I want you to know selfish, self-centered, self-seeking, self-aggrandizing. Are you kidding? But once I changed to being about his business, wow. Then I get off the hamster wheel, and guess what? He supplied me more than I got to keep than I ever made otherwise. And I had made a lot of money and had all the cares of the world's deceitfulness, riches that go along with it, and the desires for other things. And this time, I got to enjoy what I had. I didn't, I didn't have anybody to thank but the Lord. I didn't have to think I'd done something great. You know, favor is timing, and when he's ready to do timing for you, then who can boast before the Lord? Nobody. So I want you to know that he wants you to have more. It's for your good, and yet it is always for his glory. Let that sink in, dear one. I know it's a shocking thought. As a matter of fact, just read it again. Be sure I read it correctly. I tell you that to everyone who has more shall be given. But from the one who does not have, even what he does not have will be taken away. That, this is a deep thing. So, he, you know, it explains when he says in a lot of different places, but just think of the 23rd Psalm, my cup runneth over. You know, if you have a cup and it doesn't have anything in it or it's half full or half empty, that isn't enough. It says, my cup runneth over. Isn't that a beautiful picture? It overflows. It says again in Ephesians 3, he says, listen, more exceedingly abundantly overflowing beyond all that you ask, think, imagine. If you can ask, think, imagine, you can dream. Well, wow, I have pretty big dreams. <laughs> but so what? what's the cure for that? Because I'm about my father's business. All right. Enjoyed being with you. Selah, let not your heart be troubled. Just stick with him. He'll reveal to you all the things that you're willing to seek him about. Till soon, till our next time, all the best, love and laughter. Stick with the divine romance and the dance and let the Lord thrill your heart. See you soon.